Welcome to Bear Necessities, your official Coventry Bears podcast. We live at CoventryBears.com and you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. I'm one of your co-hosts, Dave Musson, and joining me as always is my co-pilot and former Bears fullback, Craig Cathcart. Craig, how are things? Yes, I'm all good, mate. Uh, Obviously disappointed with the result, but uh, we can put things right next week with uh, another home game against Rochdale. Yep, definitely. And we will look ahead to that as part of this week's show, where we're also going to pick over obviously an incredibly disappointing weekend for the Bears last weekend which uh, we saw the team lose 44-26 at home to the London Scholars playing in front of fans for the first time since early 2020. Uh, As I mentioned we will briefly look ahead to this weekend's game against Rochdale Hornets which is as Craig said uh, another instant chance to bounce back and another home game as well and of course we will hear from head coach Rich Squires and player coach Dave Scott. But um, I guess to start with, let's start with the sun- story of Sunday's game for those of you who weren't able to attend. And it was great to see so many of you at the Butts, I should say. It was brilliant to see and hear you all. And long may that continue the rest of the season. So the Bears started perfectly, scored on the first set of the game. They went the length of the field with the first get with the first set, um, played it on the last tackle and uh, some good work down the right by Reese Rance, set up Liam Wellham for a score which took us to 4-0 ahead. And we were almost, again, not long after that, AJ Towers making his home debut. He was one dropped ball away from being almost certainly in for his second try in two weeks. Um, And that proved to be a slightly pivotal moment as the Scholars actually scored back-to-back tries not long after that. Um, Both converted, um, both from fairly fairly close out as well. And that took the scores to 12-4 in the Scholars' favour. But then... The Bears themselves scored three tries in the space of 10 minutes. So uh, Kieran Sherratt scoring first to to, uh, bring the Bears back to 8-12. Again, the Bears playing the ball on the last tackle. Good work in in the backs from uh, from Dave Scott and Kieran powered over from close range. The conversion for that one hit the post, unfortunately, um, from Dan Coates. But then he made up for it by scoring a quite superb try himself a few minutes later. Um, Jack Dawson burst through the line with a really great line. He slipped it back inside to Coates, who ran under the post to score. And then a few minutes after that, it was the same man again, scoring another great try, some more great handling from this time from Matty Wellham, Dave Scott again, and Dan Coates was in under the post. And that took it to 2012 to the Bears with about half an hour gone. And things were looking good. Even a scholar's try right on half time, which pulled it back to 2018, didn't really dampen the mood or anything. The Bears were in a very strong position at half halftime as they were 2018 ahead. Second half was a different story. Um, Despite having the win behind them and obviously being in the lead going into the game, it just went wrong for the Bears and the Scholars ended up scoring five tries across the second half. They were first to score not long after the break, scored in the corner um, to edge in front 22-20. But then credit to the Bears, they took control again. And a few minutes after Dave Scott scored his first try in a Bears shirt, he spotted a gap, he took it, he scored. And that, with the conversion, took it to 26-22 to the Bears with about 20 minutes to play. Again, a really strong position. But this is where it really all started going wrong for the home side. Um, the uh, the Scholars scored again not long after um, to bring it back to 26-all. Um, 
and then scored well three tries in the last 15 minutes um to really pull away and and put a bit of a gloss on on a deserved victory for the scholars but perhaps a slightly larger scoreline than than the the two the back and forth of the game suggested um but yeah they scored three tries in in the last 15 minutes um one of them particularly disappointing a length of the field score um kickoff just went straight to their winger who um had some space to run into and he sauntered past most of the Bears defenders and slipped it back inside for an easy score. Um, and then the final try, the Bears were forcing the issue, trying to trying to find a pass. And unfortunately, a Dan Coates pass was intercepted and it was an easy run in for the Scholars winger to wrap up that eighth try and a 44-26 win for the visitors. Obviously a really disappointing one for the Bears, not the way we wanted to welcome back home fans. Um, Craig and I will, will pick over some bits of it shortly but first let's hear what Bears head coach Rich Squires said after the game well Rich I mean perfect start score after a couple of minutes but ultimately far from the result you wanted I mean how do you explain that particularly the second half yeah we've let ourselves down today um I think we didn't do we've gone away from doing the things that we've done really well over the last couple of weeks and kind of didn't get out of second gear in cruise control from the start I think went 100 meters of the first set and then you know, once once scholars got the noses in front, they did really well and controlled the game. You know, and we just didn't do everything to to kind of counteract that. They played at the pace they wanted. We didn't play at the pace we wanted to go at. You know, which is nice and quick and play around the rook. And when we did that, we we scored points off it, like in the first half. But we just we went away from that and tried to do things away from what we've meant to be doing. And you know, scholars played well to to, to see out the game. And I mean, I mean, what learning points can you take from this? Because they, they, they were positive. There were parts of the game when Bears were in control, and some of the tries you scored were were fantastic. I mean, is it is it a case of just knuckling down on the positives, or are, you, are there things in in that second half that you need to need to learn from? I think it's not. I think the boys know what they've done. It's more of an attitude thing. You know, it's more of a you know once once we're in the battle, it's getting how do we get out of that rut to to counteract it? And it was, you know, we didn't have anything to kind of offer today. You know, we. We scored some points by doing really simple things and nothing flash. So why we go away from it, I don't know. But something we'll look at this week and address going into next week. But we'll need to address it fairly quickly. And in terms of, um, I noticed you lost uh, Jed Charlton fairly early on. Was that was that a head injury or was that? Yeah, I think he took a knock and he wasn't. You know, he was he was sick behind the stand, which wasn't very nice. So we yeah we got the thing from the doctor today. That's him done for the day, which is a, a loss to start with, which obviously leaves us a man down. But yeah, I think that kind of set precedent with it. But yeah, we kind of had nothing. We lacked energy today, you know, and it's you know it's something we'll, we'll, we'll address. And are, are there any standout individual performances you you particularly did that that, that did catch your eye in this one? Not really. I thought we were, we were really poor across the board. You know, the, the players who have really stepped up for us were you know we're very average today you know and, and they've seen it themselves as well um and they've addressed that so but some people will need to address themselves down and some people have been cruising along and kind of get a little bit of a rocket this week but you know it's one of them games i think we were due a dip you know we've we've kind of got the rub of the green the last couple of weeks and we've been there in energy battle so i'll me and dave will have a look at a few things which we'll do differently going into this week um see how we can get the best out of the boys and kind of get a reaction we want and does does this affect your um squad selection for next week because we talked last week about how you were it was going to be a difficult decision for this game and there were players who you know you you might people might have assumed have not made the cut but actually justified their place in the team like does this does this almost give opportunities to people who've been on the fringes now yeah definitely you know some people have played themselves out of the shit today um you know we mentioned before the game 
um, there's people biting at the bit to you know chomping at the bit to get shirt. Uh, so some people will they'll, they'll play themselves out of a shirt today and will address address the injuries. But there will be some changes going for next week. And in terms of next week, Rochdale back here at the at the butts another big test. Obviously, you want to put this week behind you. Um, what what's the plan going into next week? What do you focus on? I think it's just focus on doing what we. We worry about other people too much, you know. We just need to focus on the things that we do, and when we do it really well, we, we look a really good team. So just it's just going to be focusing on ourselves and not kind of not look at the external factors that are going to be within the game and just try to focus ourselves, you know. And they've you know, Rochelle have beaten Keithley today, so they were coming flying. And you know, it's for me today. It's more it's the first time the fans back. It's kind of should have given us a boost, whereas the boys have let themselves down and kind of let everybody else down who have come down today. So it's not the it's not the team that. Um, <laughs> The team that's played today is not the team we want the fans to see, you know. So we'll, we'll address that this week. But yeah, we'll just have to address things going into next week. But there'll, there'll be some changes, and we'll we'll go a different way. Well, hard luck today. Thanks for coming and chatting to us, and uh, see you next week. Thank you. So huge thanks to Rich, and we will also hear from Dave Scott later in the show. And I should also say apologies for the blustery noise in the background of that interview. It was not pleasant weather to be recording post-match interviews in, particularly as we're not allowed inside yet due to ongoing COVID restrictions. And if I sounded cold, that's because I was very cold. Um, Anyway, Craig, Sunday, not what we wanted from the weather, not what we wanted um, from the result. And and. Parts of the performance were great, but overall not good. I mean, you and I were recording this a couple of days after the game. We've had some days to digest it now. What what do you think of that game looking back on Sunday now? I think if I'm brutally honest, it's one of one of the most disappointing defeats I've seen from the Bears because we've been outclassed before. We've played against teams who've had better organization, better players. Um We've gone into a lot of games in the past with maybe not the expectation that we're going to win, but we were happy with a good performance and, you know, uh, go, you know, going up against a, a better team and, and playing well. I went into the game on Sunday and I shouldn't have let it happen, but I went in with the expectation that we were going to win. And there was nothing in the first half that suggested that we weren't going to win. Um, and even at 26-22, it looked like I was thought, right, that's it. We're back. You know, we're, we're going to take charge of the game again now and see it out. But, you know, I have to give credit to scholars. They, I, I do think they were superb, um, really impressed with their halfbacks. Their hooker uh, w- was superb. Their back three were phenomenal. Um, they really brought the game to the Bears. They made it difficult. Um, they showed composure in the final 20 minutes to, to see out the game. Um, it was really disappointing because I think a lot of the really good stuff that we'd seen in the first couple of games, um, you know, particularly defensively, just seemed to go out the window. And I don't know whether it it was just one of those games where things the Bears didn't quite get the rub of the green. And you've got to be able to play um, in those, you know, in those conditions if the ref gives a couple of decisions against you, you turn and face and you get on with it. But it seemed to be that uh, when a 50-50 decision went against the Bears, scholars scored off the back of it. Um, But you can't allow that to happen. Um, The other thing to say as well is in the first half, there was a spell where we scored three tries um, in the space of what was it, seven or eight minutes. And it looked easy. We were breaking the line without having to do an awful lot and playing some superb rugby. 
And um, particularly the one, I think it was the second Dan Coates try was just superb. I think the guys thought we're going to score at will here and it just didn't happen. Um, I mean, we could have been 20 points up at halftime, but we went in two points in the lead. And I'm, at the time I was thinking, is this enough? Um, but then the, we had the wind with us in the second half, thought field position. Um, but we never really got it down near there. Apart from a couple of spells, we never really challenged their line that much in the second half. You know, as I said, fair play to them. They were just superb in the second half. But um, defensively, we we were poor. We were, we were tackling in twos, but they had some big lads in their pack and they were just making too many yards every time. Um, they did make far more yards um, from the hit-ups than the Bears, Bears pack did. Um, and I think it was, we were missing on the third man tackling. So two players going high. We needed a third man to come in and chop and 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 take the man down. But they were you know really pushing, digging in and 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 making yards every time, and it was making it hard for us um, defensively. And also near the line, they they converted opportunities when they got them. So yeah, overall disappointing, but uh, taking some positives. There was some really good rugby played. We've we've. We've shown that there is a lot of talent in this pack uh, or or in this team, and they just need to get back to that and, and do that again next week against Rochdale. Yeah, and I think that came out from from Rich's post match interview. He he was you know he he said like when when they focused and did the basics, they looked really good. And and as you say, the tries we scored were excellent. And I think that was almost the most frustrating thing was that almost when they when they relax into it and just just focused on their job and 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 got back to what we we'd seen in the previous two matches it, it it looked so easy for them and and that probably did um let the confidence filter through into the fans as well um but you're right there was just particularly that second half that they just weren't on it and and I echo you I think scholars played the conditions played the situation played everything exceptionally well um it was almost a, it was almost a I feel like it's a sort of classic scenario against the scholars certainly in the time we've been doing this podcast I, I can't think of many times we always seem to lose to them in Coventry and we generally go and win down there and it's always a frustrating game at, at home to the scholars because we always let it go in the last 20 minutes yeah I yeah I don't know why I, I really don't know why because um you know and it's no disrespect to scholars they've got some really good players and you know and they've got a good coach but does feel you know in the moments in the game it does feel like we've got we're we're better than them but clearly not based on on Sunday they they played very very well and and you know if they play like that against other teams they'll pick up some other wins so rich said in his post match interview that some players have played themselves out of a shirt from last weekend and i i, I don't think it'd be right for us to speculate on who that might be i don't think that's fair and, and we, we will see the proof will be in the team sheet this Sunday against Rochdale. I kind of wanted to flip it around and and see. Obviously, it was a disappointing game and 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 one where there weren't many standouts. But did anybody catch your eye in particular, Craig? I mean, I, I wanted to give a, a shout out for uh, for Jack Dawson. Came called into action very early on. We, we you know we lost Jed Jed Charlton um, after pretty much the the second play of the game, which did have an effect in terms of fitness because we were down a man on on the interchanges, but. 
I thought Jack Dawson, who, who'd played in, in the centres against West Wales and done a terrific job, then to come in in the second row. And, it, and of all of the players in the Bears pack, he was the one who was constantly breaking the line, making yards. And, and I, I, I thought really, really made a strong case for him, his inclusion in at least the 17 going forward, if, if not from the starting. Yeah, signed from Derby Elks. Mm. Um, so signed from another Midlands club. He looks a real, honestly, looks a real find, looks really good. Um, I think when players step up um, into League One and they play at that level, um, some players, no matter how good they look in training, can find the the transition difficult, uh, the physicality and the speed and everything else of League One. But he looks right at home and he doesn't, you know, uh, looks looks like he could be a really good signing this year. Um I think I think he can certainly hold his head high from from the performance on Sunday. Um, in terms of other performances, I thought Dan Coates w- was was really good at times. Um, he's you know he's a young player. He's getting League One. You know he has played in League One before, but he's he's in in the Bears team now as the first choice uh, standoff, and he, he's doing well doing really really well and he looked fantastic at times on the ball on on Sunday and, and both of his tries were excellent so you know I, I I really thought he looked definitely caught the eye and I think he's going to be some player once he's playing week in week out and playing regularly for the Bears um Dave Scott again uh, you know I, I thought he was he was excellent again um scored a really nice try breaking the line um in terms of the pack, uh, you know, I think I think there was some good moments from the pack, particularly when the temp when they when they played stuff at a high tempo. Um, I thought uh, I, I think Stefanos uh, Bastos caught the caught the eye um, a little bit. I, I think he did things simple, but I think once he's once he's got some more minutes under his belt, uh, I think he'll he'll certainly be a very good signing for the Bears. Um, Looks a really decent player. Um, Peter Ryan again put some big hits in defensively, um, but I think uh, you know I don't want to single out the pack because I think there was you know there was poor performances across the across the, the park at times, but um, the pack certainly didn't dominate as much as they had done in in the previous two games. Um, so I think there's. Uh, as they've said in the interviews, uh, as Richard said in the interviews, I think there's um, there's certainly some thinking to be done about getting the right combinations going into the next game against Rochdale, which will be a really tough game. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's a chance for some of those players who have been been in the match day squads but not made the cut to to maybe stand up and, and make their case. And as we talked about in preseason, it's an intense season this this year. It's back to back, so you know a bit of rotation probably isn't a bad thing anyway. Um, and if 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 previous performances sort of forced that, then so be it. We'll, we'll, we'll get to see who takes that opportunity and, and makes an impression. Before we hear from um, Dave Scott, I just wanted to quickly mention, obviously we had the fans back and I think there are around 150 in the ground in total once once you added in um, sort of officials as well, which is about what we sort of what we would be allowed um, due to COVID restrictions at the moment. It was really good to have 
that crowd back, wasn't it? Even, I mean, we, we ended up sat near some scholars fans, which was um, obviously a little bit annoying with the way the match went, but it was, it was, it was just good to have that atmosphere back, wasn't it? And to see some people for the first time in over a year. Yeah. I think, I think there ended up, you know, just over 200, which I think is, you know, in the scheme of things compared to previous players' attendances is not, not the best attendance, but equally, due to restrictions and the fact that it was all tickets and there are still people who might be wary of, of coming to games. Um, it was good to see some old faces and certainly the atmosphere was really, really good. Um, you know, there wasn't many away fans in attendance. So um, I think uh, when we have other games where, that, where they bring more away fans, certainly they'll be back to what is, it, it, you know, a, a really good atmosphere. So. Um, I think attendances will pick up certainly uh, as restrictions lift and as more people are confident about coming to the games. But it was just brilliant to have the fans back. And again, I think that's that was possibly another thing that added a little bit of disappointment for me because you see all these people back who haven't watched a game for over a year, and for the team to play some really excellent stuff at times, um, you know, you could tell the disappointment. That people had not not getting that win at home but you know it, it was still an enjoyable game to watch and a, and a really good atmosphere and it was really lovely to see some of the people that I hadn't seen for such a long time yeah and I have seen fans on social media have been saying you know obviously disappointed with the result but really happy to get back and, and already looking forward to the Rochdale game as well um, so by the time this podcast goes out I think Rochdale tickets will be available on the Bears website so if you are thinking of coming down do go and get yourself a ticket. You can buy them right up to, to match day. You just need to, to bring your, your code to get in on the gate. But it's, um yeah, the, the butts is open again for business. The Bears want you in the crowd cheering them on. So do come along. Right, but let's then, go on, Craig. Go one on. last thing I should say about how well it was organised as well, though. Mm. Um, a lot of work has gone into making sure that it's it was organised and organised well. I thought the stewarding on the day was excellent. Uh, you know, you could have a build-up of, of fans outside the ground, but everyone got in quickly, temperatures taken, all that sort of stuff, and everyone seated, and 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 it was just organised really, really well. I thought. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was it was very smooth. It 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 didn't take any longer than it normally does to get through the gates and and get in. It was yeah, perfectly organised. Um, so yeah. Don't let it put you off. Come on down, cheer the Bears on Sunday, and let's see if they can bounce back against Rochdale. Right, let's get some more reaction from Sunday, from last Sunday's game now, this time from player coach Dave Scott, who did, of course, bag his first Bears try, but obviously it wasn't enough to secure the win. Um, Dave, what's what's the mood like in the dressing room after that one? Uh, bitterly disappointed, uh, to say the least. I don't think there was one smile in that change room. Uh, wasn't the most pleasant experience in the world, but it's something we need to learn from and we need to learn from really quickly. Uh, I think probably going into the game, there's a fine line between confidence and arrogance. And for me, we probably crossed that line a bit, a, a little bit. We, we put in a really strong performance against Barrow. We carried that over to West Wales. And I think there was an element of, we thought we were good enough just to turn up today. And it's a very harsh lesson. It's a very bitter pill to swallow, but it just goes to show that no matter who you play in this division, you've got to be in your A game. And if you're not, you're going to get turned over and you're going to get points put on you like we saw today. 
do you think it was almost it was almost a bad thing on reflection that we scored so early in the game? Do you think that that played into the sort of overconfidence you were talking about? Uh, not really. No, I think uh, there was always a uh, you always want to score points, um, but I, I don't know. It's it's a difficult one to say. Perhaps yeah, we did fall in love with ourselves a little bit. Uh, we scored some really good points. We came up with some really nice plays, um, and it was very good rugby league at times. But you can't do that fancy stuff, or you can't do that structural technical stuff, and back it up with basic errors, basic penalties, and invite teams into your half because there's only so long before there's going to be a breach. And we saw that today, um, and it was just very disappointing the way that we weren't able to back up the really good stuff that we did, and we really let ourselves down in that aspect of the game. And I suppose also some credit has to go to scholars for for the way they they capitalised on on our mistakes in that second half in particular. Absolutely, I mean. You can't take anything away from them. They were the better team today. They they played the percentages of the game a lot better. And we spoke at halftime that we've got the wind behind us. We just need to kick it into the corner. We need to keep them down there. We don't need to try and win the game twice. And everything that we said we were going to do, we didn't do. And that was the most frustrating bit about it was scholars, even though they had the win again, wind against them, they still completed the sets. They, they chewed up metres and yardage. And the, their ends to sets were pretty good. And they got on board with a kick chase. And they made it difficult for us. And they forced us into errors, they forced us into trying to overplay it and they forced us to come up with penalties so well done to Scholars, I think they played very well today and they deserved the win. I'm sure it's probably scant consolation in the grand scheme of things but you got yourself a try in front of the fans, that must have been a nice moment for you Yeah, really nice moment, it's always nice to get over the whitewash, uh, for me I'm not bothered about scoring tries <laughs> uh, it's always nice to get them um, but yeah, just so as long the team's scoring points and we're ahead in the scoreboard that's all I'm really bothered about uh, unfortunately that wasn't the case today and I think that try put us in the leads and at that point I think that that was a key moment of the game where it was on a bit of a knife edge it could have gone either way and I don't think we completed off that next set and that really killed us um, and that's what I mean we come up with some good stuff and then we back up with some not so good stuff and we need to learn to be ruthless and strangle teams out of game when when you've got your foot in the throats you just have to squeeze that a little bit harder and just not give them a sniff and today we give them a sniff and they grow a third leg from that and that's ultimately why they won the game um, I don't necessarily think that they're a better team than us I just think that today we didn't bring a rare game and they definitely capitalised on that and we, we let ourselves down massively um, I mean well done to Scholars they, they played the game well a lot better than us and they deservedly won the game and just lastly, before we get blown away by this vicious gale that's swirling around, I mean, what do you do now going into the Rochdale game next week? What what do you take from this week? How do you how do you reflect? How do you plan for that? Uh, I think the first thing is to watch the video back, um, and we need to focus on the areas that we did well. Um, you know, it's never easy losing, and you know, from being in the dressing room, the lads know they don't need to be reminded what they did wrong. Um, we need to identify those areas of weakness and we need to patch them up in training. So we'll identify it throughout the week. When we come to training, we'll make sure that we address it. And then we'll have a look at the Rochdale game from today. Um, I can't remember who they played, but we'll have a good look at that. And we'll see how that we want to play this week. But I think the focus hasn't got to be on them so much. It's got to be on us. And we need to look at ourselves in the mirror. And we need to get back to our game model of complete kick long, chase hard, and enjoy that defensive challenge and today we just didn't have that energy and we didn't have that ruthless streak that we've seen in previous weeks with us well thanks for coming to chat to us Dave hard luck today and uh, good luck for next week 
Cheers. Thank you very much. So thanks to Dave as ever. Much appreciated for joining us. It's always difficult to do those interviews after a loss and particularly when it's horrible and cold as it was on Sunday. Uh, Craig, let's let's put last Sunday behind us now and instead focus on this coming weekend. That chance to bounce back that we've been talking about with another home game. Um, a tough one though, in the form of Rochdale Hornets. Uh, what, what are you thinking going into this one? I mean, I, I think it's safe to assume from both of us that we will be seeing the positive and we will be feeling confident. But how, how are you feeling ahead of the, the visit of Rochdale? Um, they've looked pretty good. They, they look like they've, they can score points from anywhere. Um, they had a big win against uh, West Wales last week, though it should be said it was really a close game up to about 60 minutes, um, as I understand. Um, and it was pretty even. At half. I think it, I think it was uh, something like what was it, eight six or something at half time. So a very close game there up until the last twenty minutes. So um, I do think if the Bears can play like they did in the second half against Barrow and um, for pretty much the whole game against West Wales, then certainly we have a chance of beating them. I think we're playing at home. I think the, the guys will want to put right some of the some of the issues, uh, you know, mistakes against scholars. And I think it's um, it's one that we can win, but the lads will need to be on it 100% because, as I said, Rochdale can score from anywhere and they've got some excellent players in their ranks as well. So Yeah, and of course, it's the, the latest chapter in the ongoing um, uh, relationship between the Bears and Fui Fui Moi Moi uh, because, of course, you know, long-term listeners of the podcast will remember Peter Ryan making his name for himself um, with that tackle on Fui Fui back at the Butts a few years ago. Um, and then I seem to remember, was it the same year where Fui Fui ended up taking a conversion against us? Um, when we, one of the games we we lost quite heavily up in Cumbria, which was a bit rude, I thought. Um, but he's he's in a Rochdale shirt now. Peter Ryan's looking very fit and strong this year. Who knows? There could be fireworks if those two meet in the middle of the pitch. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to Sunday's game as well. Um, Rochdale, a team I've not actually watched in the flesh yet because obviously they've been in the, the championship for the majority of the time we've been doing this podcast. So I'm always keen to, to see a new team. Um, and a very basic thing to say, but I really like their kit. I think it's really smart. And the Bears have a good kit as well. So it's going to be a, a visually pleasing spectacle as well um, a good one if, um you know they're a traditional team um you know who have a long history um, their 150th anniversary this year in fact yeah have a long history they've been near the top of the game for a long time and um you know it, it's certainly um going to be a good experience on sunday i think yeah definitely definitely right that feels like a good positive note on which to end it this week. So we will be back with all the Rochdale reaction next week. And don't forget, you can come to the Butts and watch that game on Sunday. All the details on the Bears website. Get your tickets. Come and help the boys get back on track in 2021. Thanks as always for listening. And uh, we'll see you next week.